The Last Word with Matt Cooper. There's no joke about how an RT, when they're stuck for a guest, they go into the canteen and find somebody and put them on air. We don't do that in Today FM, if only because we don't have a subsidised canteen and we don't have thousands of staff. But occasionally we have asked Dermot Whelan to join us on the programme. And we're asking him to join us today because by this stage you're probably aware of the news, which I think has shocked and stunned everyone, that he's leaving us, that he's decided to go on to what he thinks are better things. Dermot Whelan, how could you think there are better things than working on Today FM? Oh, certainly not better things. Different things, Matt, just different. But uh, yeah, it's been a, a poignant day. And, uh, you know, it's it's um, it's a strange feeling when you hear yourself actually saying the words that I'm leaving. And uh, especially to your best friend who you've worked with for 21 years. <laughs> yeah. Why? Now, I know you've explained this on your own show this morning. But for those last word listeners who perhaps maybe are, didn't get a chance this morning or are coming to, out of their workplace, getting into their car. Can you explain why it is you've decided to do this? Yeah, sure. Well, um, some of your listeners may know that over the last few years, I have been very much in the meditation space. It's something I've always done personally. And I guess over the last few years, I became a teacher. I wrote a book, Mindful, on it. I did a live tour, which is a mixture of stand-up comedy and meditation. And that's just something that I want to explore more. And, you know, I guess I have been presenting the radio show at day for 21 years. Um, I turned 50 this year. So that kind of makes you think, OK, am I am I cruising into the finish line here or do I want oh to try something I, I, new? Are you having a midlife crisis, Dermot? <laughs> it's a midlife celebration, Matt. Come on. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I guess, you know, it, it's something that I've, I'm really passionate about outside of radio. And, you know, it, it was a really, really difficult decision because I love Today FM. I love working there. I love the radio show. I love Dave. I love my team and all the staff there. So, you know, it's something I've thought about long and hard, but I just want to give this a go because I'm, I'm a big believer in, you know, what you... F- focus your energy on, um, you know, is is what the area you're going to see results in. And I, I just felt that I'd hit a point where I wanted to just focus my attention on, on the stuff away from the radio for a while just to see where I could take it. That's fair enough. And that's a very mature decision to actually make rather than just sticking at something because it's working for you rather than actually trying to go out and do something else. But I do want to ask you about is that I remember you telling me just off air one day about your show, the enjoyment that you got out of going around, particularly seeing so many men in the audience who embraced the opportunity to open up. And it did strike me that you're doing sort of like gigantic men's sheds, perhaps, are you? <laughs> I guess in a way, yeah. I mean, it's not exclusively for men, but, you know, you're dead right. I get such a great feeling when I see so many men in the audiences because over the years I've gone to, you know, in air quotes, wellness events and, you know, 99% of the people there will be women because women are just more open, I think, to, you know, that maybe the the image and, and the marketing behind wellness or spirituality are, are, are just even deep. women are just better at maybe looking after themselves. Um, but, you know, it's always been my goal to make this stuff accessible to people because I do feel that it's always marketed in a, in a particular way and that a lot of people can't relate to that, you know, and all I'm trying to share is, you know, very simple, scientifically proven techniques that I know have worked for me and I know that can work for other people. But sometimes it's about getting people over the threshold. And, you know, I, 
I love when I get messages from, it might be a lad in a high vis who drives a dumper truck every day, or maybe it's a, a motorbike courier or a farmer or whoever it happens to be. And these wouldn't be the traditional people you would see at a, at a, a you know, a wellness event. So that's, I guess, you know, as I was saying on the radio today, that the mission with, you know, with Dermot and Dave was always just to make people feel better. And I feel like, you know, my, my goal hasn't changed. I'm just going to be doing it in a different way. You mentioned there, you said, used the phrase scientifically proven, which strikes me as interesting and important. I mean, because how much of a can you show is actually rooted in genuine research with results rather than sort of and I'd say this and not in any way towards you, but perhaps others who go, go along with some sort of charlatan mumbo jumbo. Yeah. And, you know, you're dead right. That's the stuff that puts people off, you know, and I, it has people, you know, rolling their eyes or, or raising an eyebrow um, because I think that the currency of today is very much science. And it's always very important to me that, you, you know, as well as having comedy in my shows, I also show people the science because I think it's important you know, particularly for men, that they know why they would be doing the technique that you're asking them to do, rather than just sort of going along because, you know, it's a it's a nice fluffy sounding thing to do. So, you know, there is a lot of science, particularly over the last 10 years out of places like Stanford and Harvard. And, you know, the science is available and it's it shows that this stuff is effective. So that's why I like to share it, because it makes sense for people. But it is also important, isn't it, that if people are opening up their minds, laughter is a great thing. It releases the happy hormones, doesn't it, which is a good thing for those who go to your events. If they get a good laugh as well, that'll help in their healing. Yeah, of course. I mean, you know, laughter is an amazing lubricant, I think, for, for these kinds of things, particularly... You know, if people are feeling a little bit vulnerable or a little bit exposed or awkward even, I mean, you know, I don't know if you've ever been to a yoga class or something like that, you know, or even just going to the gym for the you know first few times, you can feel out of your depth. You can feel like maybe it's a little bit exclusive and, and maybe you're not part of the club. So, you know, I guess what the laughter, you know, either through the humor in my in my book or whether it's in the live tour, it just puts people at ease, you know, and when we're at ease and we're feeling comfortable and we're not, you know, feeling threatened or vulnerable, then we're more willing to take on information and, and techniques maybe that we might have been a bit hesitant to, hesitant to uh, you know, previous to that. Tell us about some of the plans that you have. Tell us about, for example, your plan to climb Mount Kilimanjaro. Yeah, I'm I'm going to be going in January and um it's something that I'm really, really excited about. I'm going to be bringing 20 people with me. It's an Irish travel company called Earth's Edge that I'm working with. And we're going to be, we're going, to be going up Kilimanjaro. And uh, I guess it has a mindfulness slant to it in that um, I'll be working with the, you know, my team of people going up and introducing them to the techniques uh, beforehand. And then hopefully, you know, making the experience a mindful one and allowing people to, I guess, you know, um, allowing it to have a little bit more impact rather than just a long hike that it, it can be something a little bit deeper for everybody You're prepared for the altitude sickness are you? That's what novels some people going <laughs> up Kilimanjaro <laughs> I know and it's it's. I guess it's the thing that worries me you know if I am anxious about any part of it um, thankfully I have 
uh, you know, some techniques to deal with that anxiety. But <laughs> in in terms of, you know, the things that I that would be on my mind, yes, of course, the altitude sickness is is the main thing. Um, thankfully, we're going up over seven days. Sometimes if, if you go up over uh, four days, um, it can really have a bigger impact. But I've been actually working with a guy um uh, a wonderful man called Patrick McKeown, who's one of the leading world export experts on breathing, would you believe? Um, he has a great book called The Oxygen Advantage. and uh, he, He's been on the last word previously, yes. Yeah, he's a wonderful guy. Really interesting. Again, very grounded in science. And uh, I'm going to be working with him over the uh, coming months to to acclimatize myself to, you know, um, do more with whatever oxygen I have up there. Um, and, uh, you know, he's uh, he's tr- worked with, you know, athletes and, and really interesting individuals all over the world in terms of helping to deal with, um, you know, performance at altitude. So I'm hoping he can give me a dig out on this too. Okay, just a couple of things to finish, Dermot Whelan. And for those who are just joining us who may not know the news, Dermot and Dave are going their separate ways. This Friday, after 21 years together, here in Today FM since 2014. And I suppose that brings up the question, Dermot, will yourself and Dave still see each other? (laughs) Uh, Yes, very much so. Sorry, you hesitated there. I know you said very much so, but you hesitated. We'd have to tell Dave this. <laughs> Dave, no. See, we, we the weird thing is that Dave and I have never traditionally seen e- a lot of each other outside of work. So I guess my hesitation comes in that we we both find it weird to be in each other's houses. I mean, we've just been to Australia together. We've lived together, you know, in various different guises over the years in terms of stuff we've done on the show. But I, I guess. Uh, sorry, was really the trip different. to Australia the tipping point? Like you said, I have to get away from this guy. <laughs> know what I know? What I know what he's like to live with. Yeah, between his snoring and his bad jokes, I was like, Do you know what? That's it. As soon as I get back after the long weekend, I'm uh, going to announce my, my retirement. But, you know, genuinely, I'm very, very excited for Dave. He's going to be doing the Dave Moore show um, and that will be starting very soon. You know, and, and it's a great opportunity for both of us to, you know, to support each other in our in our new roles. And I'm just delighted that, you know, it's um we were comparing it to Gwyneth and Chris Martin <laughs> uh, in that it's a conscious uncoupling as opposed to uh, the two of us falling out. So, yeah, we'll very much be best friends uh, for the rest of our days. And I'm just excited to see uh, how we end up and what we end up doing together uh, beyond what we've been doing for the last 21 years. I'm just trying to work out between the two of you, which one is Gwyneth and which one is Chris Martin. But given Dave's <laughs> love of the electric guitar, albeit harder rock than Coldplay, I suppose he has to be the Chris Martin. And I suppose you could, in your mindfulness, sort of maybe branch into selling scented candles <laughs> as an Irish quillet, couldn't you? Yes, I'll, I'll, I'll start creating the irishgoop.com website now. Goop.ie, that's mine. <laughs> OK, well, listen, Dermot Whelan, one other thing, actually, and this might mm. be unfair, to, but I presume you have thought of this. What would have been your favourite moment in your years on Today FM? Oh, gosh. Well, that's a, a, a big question. Um, oh, I'm delighted, actually, that you actually haven't got an answer off Pat ready for that, because every time I'm <laughs> asked who my favourite interview was, I can never recall <laughs> one to say. And I always know I must prepare it so that I have it ready for the next time. So I've caught you on the hop by asking you for a favourite moment. <laughs> Think of one and make sure that Dave is part of it. 
Well, you know, the one I always go to in terms of things that happened on air, I mean, I'll never forget my first day in Today FM when I, you know, when we came in through the doors and you start seeing, you know, all these famous faces, you know, that that you knew from out, you know, just as, as a listener yourself. That, that, that was, was really just Ian Dempsey and nobody else. What are you on about? <laughs> I know, I was looking up to you as well, Matt. I Good. I queued that one up for you nicely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I guess in terms of on-air moments, um, there was a prank call that I did with Dave uh, years ago where I pretended to be, I knew that he was having work done on his house, that he was having uh, work done to a wall. And um, I rang up and pretended to be his Russian builder. Uh, who <laughs> who had just driven a digger through his wall and in through the front window of his house. And that the fact that he fell for it is was, I think, my greatest ever achievement. But um, I, I don't think I'll ever forget that one. We're hoping to give that a, another spin this week at some point. So maybe people will get to hear it if they haven't heard it already. OK, well, look, best wishes for the future. Thank you for your contribution on behalf of all your colleagues here in Today FM over the years. It's been great having you as a colleague and a brave move, but one I'm sure you'll be very, very successful with in the mindfulness space. And I know there's an awful lot of your listeners who I think would be very interested in continuing to follow you in what you do. So, Dermot Whelan, thank you. Uh, much appreciated, Matt. Thanks a million. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today.